following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. All right, here we go. Mick Shots. Kind of a delayed edition today, but we actually had football out on the field, although the inside field for the Cowboys OTA practice, the one that the media gets to watch this week. Uh, They'll have three of those. That's two down, one to go on Thursday. And it is Mick Schatz here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. I'm Mickey Spagnola, Everson Walls. And filling in capably for Bill Jones is Danny Sarek. Good to have you with us, Danny. It's been so long, guys. It's so great. I think I've only been on with y'all virtually, so it's so great. I'm so excited to be here with you guys in person in the studio. Well, we're glad to have you here. Over a year ago, we were Zooming. Right? Right. Over a year ago. That year is gone. Well, do you realize this OTA practice we got to watch was the first one since 2019? Wow. Because there was no OTAs last year, right, right, you guys? That's right. And, uh, I, I see you dressed up for Danny. I did. <laughs> you got your bougie little, uh, what is this, uh, lacrosse? What are you, uh, uh, a rower? Your crew? Your crew? Bar Harbor, on? Maine. Yeah, what are you doing, man? That was the last place I was went on vacation. <laughs> Stop right there. It's last place. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> So we got a lot to uh, disseminate here after watching a uh, helmets and jersey and shorts practice. Danny, you were out there. Did you see okay from up there in the press box? You know what? It seemed okay because uh, I was looking for three players. I was looking for Dak Prescott. Mm -hmm. I was looking for Tyron Smith. And I was looking for Lyle Collins. Check, check, check. Fine by me. Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, and that's probably where we should start, Everson. Just kind of I, 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 let's be clear. I was not out there, but we want because, you to ask questions because, if we don't hit anything. All right, because you know it's it moved to this time of the day. I was napping. Sorry, you were napping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hate to mess up your schedule, your busy schedule. That's right. So Danny uh, is exactly right. Uh, Dak was out there, uh, moving as well as ever. Right. Not, I didn't see anything. He was rolling out, throwing the ball. That's crazy. Uh, he was fine. Did it seem weird watching him run? And the only stuff thing after, that was weird is he had shoes on that were black. It's like you're slowing yourself down. He looked like with the Grambling. You know, Grambling. We had to wear black shoes. That's all the time. Yeah, that's all we had. Yeah, yeah. but no, he was he was fine. Uh, you know, Tyron Smith and uh, Lael Collins didn't do everything, but they did. Uh, kind of the warm-ups, and then when they went into individuals, they kind of walked and watched, and then they did some of their rehab. Uh, and then at the end, when they did the walkthrough uh, part of the practice, uh, they were out there, right? They, they were out there, I think, a little bit for the 11-7 drills because they didn't have defensive linemen oh, okay. up mm-hmm. against them. Uh, so th- we've been telling everybody that these guys are ready to go, and – I think today was another indication on what is it like May twenty sixth? Yes, uh, that fifth. fifth. That's what I said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I followed Everson's lead on that one. Can't see my watch. Uh, May twenty fifth. That uh-huh. you know we got a long ways to go till training camp starts. The uh, kind of the second third of, uh, what, two-thirds into July. So uh, they should be ready to go. I think that's encouraging. Kind of been telling everybody that, but it was good to actually see uh, those guys out there. I saw Danny uh, earlier before you came around, and that's the first. Those are the three people that I asked about. And it was Dak. uh, You want to know about you told me about Lyle Collins, and mm-hmm. I want to know about Tyron Smith. Of course, I didn't think they'd be doing much, but I wanted to see the movement. What kind of movement did they have? How did they look? Uh, you know, back problems, neck problems. Uh, uh, Van Der Esch, we were wondering about how he did. Uh, she said he looked good. And I yes. wasn't worried about his legs. I was never worried about his legs. Always about his neck right? and, and, and upper area there. So Yeah, he looked fine. He looked fine. Um Jalen uh, was out there in his new jersey, number nine. Man, that's weird. 
That was weird to see. That was my college number, by the way. It was a great number, number nine. You were nine? I was number yeah, nine. Yeah, but you were a cornerback. The single numbers are cool for cornerbacks, but for linebackers, it makes them look small. That's what I was just yeah. going to say. I thought nine on Jalen looked like he was 20 pounds lighter. Yeah. And sort of the same thing with uh, Micah Parsons, wearing 11. I want to see 50-something on a linebacker. So is that the reason that he changed to nine, because Micah's having 11? Is this happening? N- n- no. This that is was not his, happening? That was his number. I understand that. that. Are, we, are we taking this into oh. the, the season is what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, yeah. This is a So Jalen's going to have nine. Nine. So, but Parsons. 11. He will have 11. Yes. Wow. Huh. Do any other linebackers? Because if you recall, back in the day, we were we were uh, you know designated they changed certain the, numbers. They changed the rules this God, year. God, these guys are so lucky. These but days. guess what? My understanding is, if you change numbers and you have jerseys out there still that haven't been sold, you have to pay for them. Wow. Now no, I think that's you might, not fair. Yeah, they did. Well, this year. This that's year. how. That's not fair. You got. Why not? Oh, what does the player Keep, have to pay for that? Because they printed your jerseys to sell, and if they haven't sold yet, you got to buy them. That back. sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I can wear whatever jersey I want. Now I have to be beholden to. But you changed numbers in the wow. m- in midstream with your your product out there, right? So not when they talked product, about the hundreds of thousands of dollars, you got to pay it. That's exactly what yes. they were talking about. Yeah, they're paying the inventory though. The inventory. That's well, what I'm saying. Not the yeah, they're hanging that's, on the that shelf. Is, that is not. Cool at all. Unions got to step in on that. Come on. No, Does they, that make any sense at all? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Yeah. Jeez. Well, here's my question. If you have a 54 jersey, are you going to go out and buy number nine now? I mean, if you're a fan, well, uh, now, now you not keep, the way he played last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you keep it as. No, not the way he played you, last you year. You keep it as memorabilia. <laughs> Well, like, yeah, oh, I mean, to I, me, it makes it more valuable. Smith's jersey when he was 54, right? And he looked like he was moving well. The other thing I noticed about him that maybe I passed off last year and didn't or whatever, he seemed to be a little bit more engaged with his teammates. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah, I mean, he seemed to be more, I won't say necessarily coaching, but more kind of like engaged in, in other people going through the drills as well, not just mm-hmm. going through the motion himself. Right. And then, you know, it was kind of sitting there watching them, you know, hyping him up, dapping him up when they were done too. Yes, right? like that's kind what of, I noticed. Yeah, more, fist more engaged, yeah. I'd say, with that. I'm hoping it's because he has more knowledge in the defense itself, because that was a big excuse last year. He didn't really know what he was doing. Nobody knew what they were doing. So hopefully this year he's going with a little bit more knowledge and it'll help him play a little bit better. Because trust me, if you know what's going on, I mean, you truly have a grasp on your defense and especially who you're studying. It's like the Sean Lee thing. You you can anticipate. He had no anticipatory skills last year at all. No, he so, didn't. And to me, that meant he wasn't prepared. So uh, I think maybe when you see them draft a middle linebacker, uh, you <laughs> say, sudden, okay, maybe I need to be a little bit more engaged here. Uh, but those guys, they were switching in and out so much uh, on, you know, at one point, Leighton and and Jalen were out there at the same time. At another time, it was Jalen and, uh, and Neil. Um, out there, remember they said he, yes. they thought he'd start at linebacker. Yes, he's did. starting at they linebacker. Did. You know, um, you forget about those guys we signed uh, as yeah. free agents. Yeah, because and they, for the draft. And the first time they went out, the the the, the safeties were the new safeties. Yeah. By the way, it was uh, Jaron Curse and. Uh, um, Demonte Kazee. Demonte. He was Kazee. out there for a yes. bit. Yeah, I was. I, that's was something I just I didn't know. I guess where he stood in yeah. his rehab from that Achilles injury, mm-hmm. which I think was October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I saw him out there for a bit. Which means he's doing much better than I am. So how? Do you, <laughs> we're not surprised by that. No, I no. Hey, I could have gone through that practice. Okay. <laughs> so how how do they look? I mean, you had two guys came in with uh, repaired Achilles, and he was the year before. Okay. The uh, 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 Neil, mm-hmm. uh, they look they look fine. His his instincts are really good. He reacts to the play. They one uh, one point when they were out there, they ran an end around to C.D. Lamb, mm-hmm. and he snuffed it out immediately. So, uh, yeah, his recognition is good. Um, 
Let's see who else. Uh, really, the only guys that the other guys that didn't do any uh, Zeke wasn't there, mm-hmm. so we'll see what happened there. I understand he was there yesterday. Zach Martin was out there early, and then he didn't do anything when they started doing the other drills. But I've seen him uh, out there doing his rehab, and he's he's moving just fine. So so if you no were to take a, if you there. were to take a, a temperature check on on you know the injuries from last year and how they've developed this year and, and, and recovered, what are, you, what are we looking at? Are we looking at we, we're, if we gave ourselves a percentage, and I'm really thinking defensively think, here, forget offense. I think everybody is – the only other person on defense and didn't do anything uh, was Demarcus Lawrence. Okay. And I think they were being very careful with mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. all the things he had last year. Uh, you know, he, he was doing his rehab early. The walkthrough – at the end, so it was the defensive walkthrough and offensive walkthrough separately. He was out there at left defensive end. Randy Gregory was at right defensive end. Randy Gregory, yes, yeah. yes. And guys look like—I mean, some of them look like they lost weight. I don't know what your perception was. I mean, I, I think Jalen looked small. I don't know if that was in the number the or something nine. like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know about losing weight. Like Lane just looked really fast to me. Mm-hmm. Like he like looked like he was moving really well. Um, I think too. Some he's of he's these... excited. He's ready to go. You know what I mean. You don't play much last year. He's ready to what go. Did he, he, he got in. Well, he missed the. F- he got hurt in the first game. Mm-hmm. He missed four. Mm-hmm. Played maybe seven, eight, nine games, and then he got hurt at the yeah. end with the. Uh, was it a, a calf? A calf, or I forgot what it was. Quad knee something, and he missed the last couple, several games. So, yeah. Uh, I thought he was looking good. You know, when I've seen Zeke, he looks like he had lost some mm-hmm. weight. Dak, they got him listed at 235. He ain't close to 235, I guarantee He's you. lighter. Yeah, at least 10 pounds lighter, and I you know, think. You know who looked small because he is, I don't Let's see. I don't even know what they have him. Uh, Nishan Wright, the rookie. I mean, you can tell he is tall kind of and, and lanky. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll tell you what. Make sure I got his number They've got right. him at 183. He, oh my goodness! He broke up another one eight three. Yes, that's how much he weighs. At, at According six, to my list, at six four. Oh my god! But he looks like Danny out there, just tall. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. But he did. He almost uh, he had an interception pass, on Ben DiNucci's throw. Yeah. Uh, so he's got he's got good instincts. I just think uh, I thought everything was, and maybe since we're not used to getting to watch a practice. Yeah. Everything seemed to be moving really fast. And and so maybe, you know, it was us, but uh, I thought the speed of everything. I'll tell you, the other person that looked thin was Michael Gallup. Uh, He's already lean. Uh, I know. Yeah. I didn't think he could get leaner, but maybe (laughs) he did. Uh, Amari Cooper didn't do anything today. He was there. Uh, but he didn't do anything. And what's so going on with we'll that? We'll find out. Uh, oh, okay. I think yeah, Mike's going to have a his uh, conference call. And the other player too, uh, Blake Jarwin was out there. He's not practicing. Yeah, Blake coming back. You, you so you mentioned about the injuries. Yes, he's still rehabbing. So okay. he was on the side doing his running. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, he really is. I think if he's ready to go, regardless of whatever tight ends were out there from Florida or whatever SEC team or whatever. I still think he's a very prominent figure in our in our offense. And one of the other guys out there, uh, or was out there late doing rehab, Mitch Hyatt, the offensive lineman. He had injuries last year, and I believe I think I've heard that he sprained a knee uh, doing some conditioning, mm-hmm. so he wasn't uh, taking part. So these are just kind of off the top of my head the things that we we kind of saw uh, out there. Um, I, I have to say, Reggie, you're talking about people. Reggie Robinson. Yes. So they had a cornerback from Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Fifth round pick last year. Fourth, no, fourth round, I he believe. He was cornerback and safety out there. Yeah, and yeah. they moved him to safety mm-hmm. last year. Well, he was working with the cornerbacks. So And, and kind of went out there uh, with the third team. So when they kind of first went out there, it was Anthony Brown and Trayvon Diggs, then uh, Kelvin Joseph and Nashawn Wright, and then um, and, and then Reggie Robinson uh, went out there with the with the third guys. Uh, who was the other corner? I gotta say, Reggie Reggie being a corner, 
I know he played some safety, but changing to safety at a very young age, mm-hmm. that's tough. Yeah. That's really tough. You're used to playing cornerback. You know, you, the challenges you there from the individual is right? one thing. Yeah. But if you're, uh, you come in, they say, okay, we want to try you at safety in the pros. There are so many things that can come at you that you've never seen in college. You know, in college, let's face it, you have the same plays over and over again. Yeah. It's just a matter of how well they run them. But if you're a safety in the pros, you're going to see so many different things. They can bait you and set you up so easily. I don't think – I'm glad that he's back at corner. I bet he's more comfortable practicing at corner than having to worry about being a safety. So if anybody sees pictures, two other notable number changes, Donovan Wilson, the safety. Yeah, my man, 37. Okay, he was 37 last Wearing year. Wearing six. Oh, my goodness. You guys are so lucky, man. Wow. They, were, they, they just restricted us in so many different ways. I was born too soon. And then, uh, you know what? You ought to hear a funny story about that, the born too soon. Uh, we used to do a kind of an well, we called it old-timers lunch. Uh, Pat Summerall was part oh, of it. Wow. Yeah. And so the, the stories were always just wonderful. So one day we're at lunch. And uh, we were talking about uh, uh, Ellis, um, that he was kind of upset about his contract. Because mm-hmm. like, remember when he uh, he signed that deal? He signed like a six- or seven-year deal. That's true. And this was before the explosion of signing bonuses and contracts. And he was kind of grumpy about it, right, <laughs> and complaining. And, and so Pat asked about, you know, what's going on. And so I kind of explained to him that, you know, he signed that contract so early. And then later on, everything changed. And, um, and I said, yeah, he, he kind of did it too soon. And, 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 and Summerall goes, we all came around too soon. <laughs> He was contemplating something totally different from yeah. what you were talking about. He was about. talking yeah. about how much he was getting paid <laughs> as course. an announcer in of the early course. days. Um, so yeah, that. But yeah, so he he uh, six, and then Cedric Wilson is one. So now, well, Donovan doesn't have to worry about his jersey sales. I'm sure he doesn't have to worry about coming out of the pocket. Yeah, I'm sure he. That was nothing either. But one of those. if you recall, if someone else had your jersey that you wanted, you still had to pay. You had to pay that individual something. I remember I went to the Giants. I wanted twenty four. And I think maybe that you know they might. Well, no one, no one was wearing nine. Yeah. So Jalen was cool there because they yeah. weren't giving away Romo. But Romo's eleven number. was Cedric Wilson. So eleven was Wilson. Mm-hmm. And, so and, and he's so still that here. Team, oh yeah, he's right. one now. Okay, so wow. so I don't One know if Parsons. Had, I don't know if Parsons <laughs> I like that. had to. I don't know if Parsons had to pay up because I'm gonna say because you're talking qu- about paying re- uh, uh, inventory. The question, and you also have to pay the player. But I if think if you got forced to move, then yeah. So he probably made some money. For, remember when it came up in the press conference about oh, it's going to be a negotiation. Yeah, and Jerry said, "What negotiation?" <laughs> <laughs> OJ wouldn't so even let me sniff uh, twenty four. O.J. Anderson had 24 when I went to the Giants. You said Cedric wore one Yeah, he in wore college. one in college. Oh, so okay. that's why he wanted He's to go happy. number one. So he He's went happy. back to one. Yeah, he went yeah. Because one, it's, it's, a, it's a kicker all the yeah, time, right? Yeah. But it's the coolest number. And six, no one has worn six other than kickers in the history of the Cowboys. Oh, uh, God. Uh, Zendejas. Yeah. Yeah, the Zendejas uh, was... That was the the bounty gate, right? Yeah, <laughs> you remember number I six think, with the Cowboys? And, and you got think, Buddy Ryan putting a hit out on the kicker, Zendejas. That talk about being petty, trying to take out poor Zendejas. Out, what did Zendejas do to him? That's what Zendejas thought. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this guy blocking me on the right. kickoff? I'm not going to go down and make a tackle. Oh, I think man. Tim Cedar had six. So there was a couple of kickers that had worn hmm. uh, worn six. So yeah, yeah that's so, so cool. So man. number a little few number changes, a few position changes, um, and you know just got to see some of the young guys with uh, the veterans uh, back out there. So uh, all in all, uh, that'll be next time we get to watch an OTA. I believe it's a week from Thursday because next week's Memorial Day Monday, so they practice. I think. Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and I think our day is Thursday, or maybe it's Tuesday, Thursday, Friday uh, next week. So anyway, the next one we get to watch is uh, back then. Anything else you 
might have uh, saw before we take a break. Yeah, here. this is not important whatsoever, but I just thought it was kind of fun. At, kind of early on uh, in the practice, one of the equipment guys was running with uh, the cart and he was running too fast and it tipped over and all this ice just fell. And you want to take a guess who the first person was over there, ran over there to help him clean it up. Joe Looney. Micah Parsons. Really? First person over Parsons there. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Shoveling ice back into the bucket, right? <laughs> it kind of reminded me of, of uh, Dak's rookie year. Remember they got the shot on the bench and he had something, tape or something, and he went to throw it in the garbage? This was on game day, yeah. like during yeah. the game, yeah. and he missed. And he went over there and picked it up and threw it back in the garbage. Hey, sometimes can. you got to act like got to act like your mom was watching. Yeah. That's what we are. Act like your mom was watching. And every once in a while you have that guilt feeling, you know what I mean? Because you know you're on camera, and yeah, I can see that. Just go, go pick it up. Why not? All right, well, we're just getting started here on uh, Mick Shots. Uh, on this Tuesday out at no, the, we're actually halfway the start. through almost. No, actually we're we're sort <laughs> we're of third. on time. Yeah, look at there, one thirty to one fifty. making time. Well, that's because I, <laughs> I I don't prolong the person that's trying to run the thing, right? Because mm-hmm. when I'm not in charge, I never look at that clock, and I know you don't. Either. I know I don't. No. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll uh, return. Oh, and by the way, uh, as we did last week with our buddy Philippe in. Uh, France. Taking calls. We're taking calls. Taking calls. 888-855-2297. 888-855-2297. Be nice to Chris, and he will get you on as we return to Mix Shots in a moment. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboy fans. If you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola, the official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, there's a lot to get excited about for the upcoming season, but nothing more so than having a packed AT&T Stadium to cheer on the Cowboys every Sunday afternoon. At SeatGeek, we've been using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier, like football games, country shows, rodeos, pro wrestling, and everything in between. Download the SeatGeek app today and let there be live. SeatGeek. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. When there's work to be done, a real workhorse can make all the difference. Like the Range Boss Package. Our 5075E John Deere 75 horsepower tractor features a bell spear and loader and starts at $369 per month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. It works like a horse, so you don't have to. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now, let's get to work. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Dallas Cowboys football and Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders dance youth youth camps are back this summer for athletes and dancers of all skill levels. Two and three day camps are available at AT&T Stadium and the Star in Frisco. Spots are limited. Register today at dallascowboys.com slash academy. Welcome back in to Mick Shots. Mickey Spagnola, Everson Walls, Danny Sarek filling in for Bill Jones. Having some fun with the two of you because it's been a hot minute. Mm. Cowboys had their second OTA practice today. Media got to go and watch. Mick Mickey, did you see uh, any other new faces out there that caught your eye? I did. Uh, the Cowboys uh, ended up signing. They had an open uh, roster spot on their 90-man roster. They had very silently last week uh, released William Sweet. He was an offensive tackle they, they had picked up last year. So they had an open spot, and they had brought in two wide receivers to catch for Brett Hundley the quarterback when they worked mm-hmm. him out on uh, Friday. And this guy, of the two, I was like, 
I thought they were using guys that were already on the roster, right? And then I realized, no, their names are not on the back of their mm-hmm. jerseys. That's not 15 and 16 on the Cowboys roster. Uh, and they didn't sign, and we can talk about Hundley, but they didn't sign Hundley. But this guy looked good. I mean, he he could run, right? Well, it ended up it was Johnny Dixon, uh, former wide receiver at Ohio State. Uh, and uh, he went undrafted in 2019. Uh, Houston had him in a training camp, and then they let him go, and then Arizona picked him up, and I believe he was on their practice squad the last uh, two seasons. Uh, didn't hasn't played in the game, but his senior year uh, at Ohio State, or actually the, the the last two seasons when he, he had knee troubles, and he ended up there five five years. So he must have got a medical red shirt because he only played like one game in 2015, one game in 2016, mm-hmm. uh, or 14, 15, whatever the years were. But in 2017 and 2018, he played in 22 games. Uh, he had 67 catches for 1,146 yards. He mm-hmm. averaged 17.1 a catch and six touchdowns, eight in each his junior and senior year. Uh, so he didn't get, get drafted, but I think the Cowboys saw how well he ran routes out there and, and the speed he had, four four one in the 40 when he at the combine. Uh, so, uh, you know, they had an extra spot, so bring him in. And he looks pretty good out there, too, by the way. You know what's so weird about this this past season? I was teasing Danny about not seeing it for a whole year. It's almost like the strike year in 87. You know, moves uh, were delayed. You know, moves had to be made for different individuals. And if things didn't swing right for you, you go from being a potential player making a team to just being out of the league. Right. You know, uh, just it just interrupts your continuity in whatever plans you may have had. And some guys were just unlucky enough to fall by the wayside. Johnny, one of the lucky ones. Yeah. You know, great career, but – you know, when you start talking about going to 2018 and 2019 and you talk about pandemic, it just kind of all gets a little convoluted, you know, and you start to wonder, okay, well, my next step was going to be here. Well, now all these variables have changed, and I don't know what step I'm going to make next. So Dixon, this is sort of like going back to college, he was the white uniform number six. So... Uh, so yeah, everybody's got different numbers. Yeah, and I, and I yeah. believe I got that right. I think he he had yeah he had six on. So anyway, um, he was out there. He looked good. He catches the ball well. So we'll see where that goes. So Hunley, uh, Brett Hunley uh, played his college ball at UCLA. UCLA. Uh, he was a fifth round draft choice of Mike McCarthy uh, in twenty fifteen. And that, how's this for a little bit of irony? He made the team in Green Bay as the third quarterback. The second one was Scott Tolzien, <laughs> Cowboys now assistant offensive coach, right? Tolzien <laughs> left the next year to go to Buffalo, I believe it was, and so Hunley became the backup. He only played a couple games that year. But the next year is when Aaron Rodgers uh, suffered a broken collarbone. And so he had to come in. He flipped everybody off on the way out. Uh, the, the the defensive end yeah. from the Vikings, <laughs> yeah, right? He just thought it was up. a dirty hit. <laughs> um, he he just never happy, is he? Um, he's happy now. He's in Hawaii, right? Yeah, n- not at OTAs, right? Uh, good one. Uh, and so so uh, when he broke his collarbone, then Hunley had to come in. You know, and he had been the backup, but yeah. he had played like two game or one game in the NFL, and it wasn't pretty. They ended up going three and six yeah, with him at, at quarterback, mm-hmm. and he struggled. Um, I think his quarterback rating ended up being seventy that year. He had more interceptions than touchdowns, and that ended up they ended up going seven and nine. Mm-hmm. The Packers. That was Mike's first losing season since the their second one in in Green Bay. So uh, they ended up trading him the next year uh, to Arizona, uh, or no, to Seattle. Didn't play any games in Seattle. They let him go. Arizona picked him up. He played maybe three games uh, one year. Didn't play at all last year. Uh, So they brought him in to look at him. You know, they're kicking tires for Mm -hmm. that backup quarterback spot. And – 
uh, you know, he throws the ball well. It's just a matter of, you know, how well do you play the game? Do, right. you, do you recognize things? Because I think at UCLA, you guys tell me you might have seen, but he was more of a kind of pass-slash-run quarterback. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of RPOs. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they had four quarterbacks out there today, right? Well, that's my question for you about all of this, is we only saw one game each last year from Ben DiNucci and Garrett Gilbert. So now, right, and DiNucci was a seventh-round draft pick. Gilbert came in. But now that they're going to have an entire regular offseason, more regular at least right, than last right. year, right, and working with this coaching staff, how comfortable are you if the Cowboys decide to stick with the two of them as the backup quarterback if they don't find anyone to bring in? Yeah, and I wrote about this in my column on DallasCowboys.com on mm-hmm. Friday, and, mm-hmm. I, and I was basically like, okay, this is what they got, but don't be surprised if they don't keep kicking tires and, and just kind of see what's out there. Can any of these guys come in and be better than any of those three? Uh, because you're probably – not going to take more than four quarterbacks to training camp, right? You're not going to take five. God, you can't. You can't go through that. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So you know, it, it, and so it, it it got me thinking because I was thinking because of five quarterbacks being drafted in the first round mm-hmm. that um, there would be some veteran guys getting released, right? Those teams can't keep all those quarterbacks, and if you're going to play that that uh, the uh, rookie. Immediately, somebody's going, right? Because maybe because of uh, salary cap reason. Yeah. So I went back and looked and started looking at the teams that took first round picks. So Jacksonville, they drafted Trevor Lawrence first, right? The other three quarterbacks on their roster right now are Gardner Minshew. Who started some games? You're thinking that's pretty good. That's lesson. probably their backup. Yeah. Minshew right? Mania. Yeah, that's so right. the, the other. That's right. The other. That's right. Chris, uh, Chris was doing the Minshew. <laughs> Chris Boomer was. The, <laughs> so their other two quarterbacks are guys named C.J. Beathard and Jake Luton. Neither one's probably any better than the three the Cowboys have, right? Um, and then, if I can read my notes here, the the Jets. Take Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. right? He's probably their walk-in starter. Well, they only have two other quarterbacks on the roster right now. James Morgan and Mike White. Oh, I don't think I realized he ended up there. That's where he was last year. So That's where you can disappear in New York. So that doesn't get you, <laughs> yeah. none of that gets you excited, right? Um, I was thinking, okay, I saw where Tampa Bay signed Blake Gabbert back. He was their backup quarterback last year. University of Missouri, mm-hmm. by the way. M-I-Z? Z-O-U. And they paid him $1.5 million. So I figured, okay, he's probably the backup. But they also had signed Ryan Griffin, who they signed earlier. And then they drafted Kyle Trask. Okay. But I don't know that any of that gets you excited unless they decide to get rid of Blaine Gabbert. Um the bear. If we get a backup, we gotta have a veteran backup. Okay, it so can't be a, a young guy, like an Andy Dalton. Yes, Here, here's a, so here's, like an a, Dalton. here's an interesting twist. So the Bears trade up right to get Justin Fields. True. You think he's the starter? Eventually, I, I think by week four. Yes. Okay. So here's 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 there might be some irony here. The other two backups that they have. They signed Andy Dalton mm-hmm. on a one-year deal, ten and a half million, and they still had Nick Foles. Yeah. So that's right. Nick Foles' cap hit is six point six million dollars, and if they get rid of him, it's fourteen point three in dead money against the cap. Andy Dalton is counting ten point five million against the cap, but if they get rid of him, it's only five and a half million in dead money. So don't even don't even <laughs> stir the so pot. I, I, sort of, I sort of finished. I sort of finished my column, and, and, and Danny won't recognize this. But you remember that old western movie Shane? Yes, of course. Shane and they, the movie Come ended, Back Shane. Come Back Shane. It ended the movie with he he kind of made friends with this little kid, and they had Shane riding into the sun da- sunset. You don't know if he was dead or alive. Yeah, and the little yet. kids yelling, "Shane, come, come back!" back Shane. And I'm going, Andy, come back. 
He just might. I mean, he, he, won't, though. he wants might. to start. I know, but what if they decide he's not the starter? Well, the way that coach is up there, he's he's very conservative. And you talked about maybe game five, you said? What did you say? For, 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 for Justin Fields. Field. I, say, I say by week four. If I'd, he's not I'd, be, by I'd be surprised because they're very. Con- he's a very conservative head coach up there. So he may go. With I the won't veteran. see him. Yeah, I think I'd see him going with Foles before he would even go with Fields. I wonder. I mean, so I mean, you could qualify keeping. I mean, Fields not going to cost you that mm-hmm. much on the rookie contract. Probably three and a half million against the cap. But can you keep Foles and Dalton? You can. Yeah. Yeah. And they say they can. They can. So we'll see. Well, Foles is always that guy that's – he's like that owl in the nest. You know, (laughs) he's always up there. He's always got some place to go, right? (laughs) You know, and and he's always going to be there for you. So everyone's always calling Nick back. Now, he's the one that's coming back all the time. Right. Yes. You think Aaron Rodgers wants to be a backup? (laughs) I'm no comment. (laughs) So – so here's the other thing. So I started looking at comparing who the Cowboys have as potential backups yeah. with what some other teams have. You know, and there's some teams that are – they've got that kind of veteran guy, like Arizona has Colt McCoy, mm-hmm. uh, Atlanta yeah, signed – Colt McCoy. How old is Colt? Uh, he, he's <laughs> got to be up there now, right? Wow. Go ahead. Uh Atlanta has A.J. McCarron. They mm-hmm. signed him. He hadn't mm-hmm. played that much, but right. he's played. Uh, Mitch Trubisky's in, in, in Buffalo. Case Keenum's in Cleveland. But, like, Denver, they, they brought in Teddy Bridgewater, mm-hmm. signed him. Mm-hmm. They got Drew Locke. And then the other two guys are Brett Rippon and Case Cooks. Hey, man, they probably said that about Everson Walls, too, back in the 80s. <laughs> okay. Like, who is this guy? Houston. Colt McCoy is 34, by the way. Very good, Chris. Colt McCoy. Houston. Thank you, Chris. Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. We don't, we're not sure what's going on there. Uh, uh, the guy from Indy, right? Um, Taylor? Didn't they? Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. They've yes. got him. Wasn't he Indy Quintessential before? backup. Yes. They, they've got Ryan Finley, David though. Mills, and they just signed Jeff Driscoll, who – worked out here. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that that gets you excited. Look at this, what's behind Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> Jacob Eason, Jalen Morton, and they drafted Sam Ellinger. Wow. So not not everybody has this backup quarterback that you go, okay, you can probably save the day. The Rams, they brought in Stafford. Mm-hmm. Yay, right? The backups right now, John Wolford, Delvin Hodges, and Bryce Perkins. Well, on the other hand, let's look at Detroit. Uh, and I've got that, too. So behind Goff right mm-hmm. now, there it go. Tim Boyle and David Blau. Boyle I've heard of, right? And the only reason I know of Blau, he played at Purdue, and the first game he started against Mizzou. Yes, and he threw for five hundred. And he threw for five hundred yards. No wonder you remember him. <laughs> and, and Missouri won the game. Oh, oh, that's even better. By some miracle. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's it's like you know, not everybody has uh, the Giants right now. Daniel Jones, okay. right? The backups: Mike Glennon and mm-hmm. Clayton Thorson, who was the, here. On the practice yeah. squad, Isn't that right? what Cooper Rush was yes. and they last re- year? And they ended up mm-hmm. releasing him. So, yeah, there's not a lot of these guys out there that, you know, the Redskins, okay, Ryan Fitzpatrick. After that, it's uh, Taylor Heineke, Kyle Allen, and Steven Montez. It's the football team, Mick. Oh, yeah. sorry. There you go, Just letting you know. Oh, slap my mouth. Racist. But um, Heineke, he, uh, <laughs> he played, played well. He played well in the playoff game. And that was the only game he really played, right? That was the the, the playoff game. Uh, Allen played well against us, didn't he? Uh, yes, he yeah. did. You're right. He, he played very well against us. They beat us. And somebody might say, "Well, Blaine Gabbert played well against us. We happened mm-hmm. to win." But yeah. you know, so so anyway, my point is with these backup quarterbacks, there's just. There's not enough quarterbacks out there. I say not enough veteran quarterbacks yeah. out there. What because do you think all the backups are some young guys. And if you go with the veterans, when I say veteran, they might be three-year veterans who never touched the field 
since they got out of college. Right. That is not a good backup to me. If I'm going to go with a backup, of course, Andy Dalton would be great. That was the best backup you can have at that point. You know, Foles or somebody like that who has pretty much used up all of his backup material now. He's, he's not the guy that he was when they won the Super Bowl. I don't even think I'd feel comfortable with him coming here. See, and here's the other thing. If any of these guys that have a little experience come available, there's a whole bunch of other teams that probably they would want say, them too? Hey, hey, how about yeah, me? Yeah, we got a bunch of rookies back here backing us up as yeah. well. Yeah, they want some backups. So, so it's not like a slam dunk. It's that, not. You know, that the, these guys would just say, okay, if you for $2 million on a one-year deal, I'll come play for you. So It'd, it'd be nice if Hundley would have gotten a lot more experience as a player because he has just deteriorated as an athlete. So he, he ended up with – he's uh, – so he, what did I say? He came out in 2015, mm-hmm. right? And, and, you know, Mike knows him. Uh, he was he, a decent athlete coming out. He, he played 17 games in the NFL, 11 of those in the 2017 mm-hmm. season. So, um, And those were the meaningful games. Nine touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 5.8 in attempt. Yeah. That's what scares yeah. me right there. Took 29 sacks and got a 70.6 uh, quarterback rating. You would think that they could kind of – you know, dumb it down a little bit for the young kid, young kid coming in. He's not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's still trying to learn from He's got Rogers. a pretty good arm. Rodgers got hurt. He had a good arm, and he was a nice athlete. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't do well in the Pac-12 by just being a bum. You know, he was a pretty good player. But I think he just, just eroded from lack of play. And, you know, here, that can happen. And you guys tell me, but my, my philosophy on backup quarterbacks, like young guys like that, once the season starts – they don't get any better. You can't learn. Right? There's no more learning process. You don't really process. get the opportunity to. Right. There's no learning process anymore. Starter yeah. gets all the snaps. And you're, you're, you're the dummy squad quarterback now. You know, you're, you're just doing the Washington stuff. You're doing the Cowboys stuff. You know, you're Romo this week. Or, or you're, you know, Tom Brady this week. And so, yeah, that's, that doesn't help you learn at all. In high school, we called it the nut squad. <laughs> we call it dummy. Dummy squad. <laughs> How politically incorrect right. are you guys? <laughs> oh, gosh. So, so yeah, so you asked about the backup quarterback. I say you keep your eyes open. It's ugly. And maybe something comes available. Yeah, I think you just, at that point you just kind of have to get lucky, right? Chips fall where they may. I don't know that anyone out there is probably better than Garrett Gilbert at this point, right? I mean, it's hard to say we haven't seen a lot of him, but right. you think he's been around – in the league enough a couple of years, another full year under his belt here with this coaching staff. You'd like to think, you know, he'd be fine if you need him. I'm kind of, my initial thought with all this is like, oh, Dak's back, Lyle and right. Tyron are back, right. and then it's like, hold up. Do you not remember what happened last year? How yeah. important a backup Even is? Even my dogs were howling. My dogs knew he got hurt. They, it, and, uh, and it was so, howling during the game. And it was sobering, too, right? Yeah. To, to say, okay, we got to go with the back. And that's what she's saying. That's what Danny says. It's very, you, can, you can be sobered up real quickly in this situation. And, and that's what bothers me about it. I am just very surprised at the lack of opportunities that we have out there as far as backup veterans. And with what we have, you know, and I, I know these are nice young men that are backups, but I just don't think they're ready at all. I thought Danucci was well. Think about it. Clearly, physically outmatched today. I, I worry for his physical health because he's so small. Back yesterday there. and today were his first two OTA practices of his career. So you asked the guy to come in as a seventh round draft choice uh, that, behind the, uh, uh, that uh, ended up playing at FCS school, right? Uh, James Madison, mm-hmm. um, and he gets no OTAs. No rookie minicamp, no veteran minicamp. He gets no preseason games. He got a training camp, but everybody was in a rush to get everything ready. I'm sure. And how all much of, of a his chance linemen that he were get. hurt. He had maybe two. What Connor Williams and probably yes. Zach Martin was still yes. out there that game. And, yes, and, and, then and that's probably the worst thing about it. I mean, you can put all that together, right? But not having all of your offensive linemen in that game. Bunch of new guys coming in. It's not like it's not like those guys that got hurt a couple of weeks ago, and we had some guys that we could fill in, and they got their experience in. Okay, we feel a little bit better with them. They're settled in. Not not this time. Yeah, they were, they were hurt like that week. Do you know we how going fast, down down down? How fast that game must have looked to him when he got <laughs> in there. 
it was like rush hour in, right. in no, Manhattan. No, but but the ushers were his offensive linemen. Like, here, this way, sir. This, yeah. this way, sir. You can, you can just come on past. So it wasn't a fair assessment. I'll be interested to see what happens through an offseason uh gets a chance to maybe play some preseason games mm-hmm. and get a better read on him. Because when we saw him, in, when I finally got to see him in practice, it's like he was very accurate yeah. and he had some zip on the ball. But you're right, he's very slight. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we'll see, where, uh, we'll see where that one goes. But for now, keep looking. But in the meantime, you know, the Cowboys got so lucky in 2016, right? You lose Tony Romo. You lose Kellen Moore and the guy that some people couldn't figure out his talent, Dak Prescott, because they thought that uh, he should have been the fourth guy, ends up starting wow. 16 games for you and you <laughs> win 13. he stayed the fourth guy <laughs> what, <laughs> what happened? The, the, I mean, that, it, it's a minor miracle, maybe a major miracle that they were able to survive with a young guy like that. There's no doubt. There's and, no and doubt. Not been Especially the way he played his first year. No, you can't. That is a miracle. Okay, more mix shots coming your way. We'll be back after this. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. There's nothing as unique as our eyes which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back, back to mixed Shots. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium this season. A limited number of single-game standing single game standing room only tickets. That was a mouthful. Are on sale now. Get yours today at DallasCowboys.com slash tickets. I thought it was going to say single-game tickets and standing room only. You got to hand those No, I should have just let you saw how good Danny did it. Yeah, because she's a pro. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> That's our way back into mix shots. Thanks for that, Everson. Go ahead and give us a call if you guys have any questions we haven't touched on so far. 888-855-2297. Cowboys had day two of OTAs today. Media was out there, including Mickey. One rookie we haven't really talked about so far, linebacker Jabril Cox. Mm-hmm. How is he looking out there too today? Yeah, he um, – so – I, I think it was maybe at one when they were they were rotating everybody in and out so much. But at one point early when they were uh, in seven on seven, uh, the first kind of team stuff they did, he went out there with Micah Parsons. So they kept those two guys together. Micah was in the middle and he was on the weak mm-hmm. side. Uh, and again, he you know he looks good in coverage. I think he moves uh, awfully well. Uh, we got a nice first team, second team thing going on. Yeah, there, I, I think linebacker for a position that I was somewhat concerned about. 
Uh, Everybody was. Yeah, I think when you do that, and I'll tell you the other guy that got a lot of uh, snaps in the middle, um, and I want to make sure I say his name right because I always transpose it, Francis Bernard. Could be Bernard Francis, right? So (laughs) I shouldn't say that. I'll mess you guys up. But they had him working in the middle, too. And, and and he looked like he was taking like when he was calling out signals and getting guys lined up. So uh, I thought he was interesting last year, and um, and and he was a good special teams player. So they're going to need some guys to step on step up on special teams from that linebacker spot. Oh, they they have what, what we have what on roster ten. Go ahead, guess ten linebackers. You're way high. Am I? Probably seven or eight. Eight. Oh, I'm you know, way high. He said way high. <laughs> Dramatic. You know a name who I just kind of forget about just because he was hurt and then didn't really see him last year is Luke Gifford. Yes, yes. And he's back. So he's, one of your yeah. injured guys, yes. uh, he was back uh, out there. And so the other linebackers that uh, we didn't mention was uh, Azur Kamara. Um was he an opt-out guy last year or, or they, they picked him up as, a, as an early free agent? Uh, yeah, and then Luke Gifford, Francis Bernard. So, you know, the, somebody's going to have to step up for the special teams guys. Justin March. That's last what year, the linebackers are for. Team guy. Linebackers uh, are great special teams. Who else? Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas. Yeah, good. Joe still there? No, no. He's in no, Houston. Okay. Houston he's, okay, I was going to say we talked about that. Uh, they last paid week. him a little bit of money, so I don't know that the Cowboys actually wanted him back. I guess. Um, so we want we we are heavy. Linebackers. That's probably the position that we have the most of. And you want to keep, you would love to keep, for sure you're going to keep seven. Yeah. But you'd love to keep eight to say, okay, special teams. Mm-hmm. Or, if, or if somebody makes you, keep nine, right? Um, but, yeah. Uh, what about I, defensive backs? I mean, that's got to be our second most populated position. It may be the most so we're talking. Yeah, 10 but DBs? I don't know how I don't know how that makes me feel more comfortable <laughs> by any means. Well, <laughs> we needed got them. A lot we of them. needed them. This is there was it was about it was about need. We had to address it. Yeah, but skill, <laughs> and, you know, quality over quantity, right? There's uh, 18 guys. You are lying, bro. <laughs> 18 DBs. That's that last group down there. Wow. Well, we are just they, they, no respect for DB. Man. <laughs> is eighteen not enough? They just bring them in. Just like, bring guys yeah, in. Yeah, man. I, it was twenty-five rookie DBs. I told you in nineteen eighty-one. So you know, I didn't even get through the drill sometimes. I didn't even get to, get a chance to, to participate in the drill because the line was so long. Yeah, but you know what? Back then, th- there was no limit on how many guys they could bring. But what to does that say camp, about right? right now? You got eighteen. Eighteen with a limit. out of ninety. Come on, that is a lot. Well, that's good. So how'd Kevin you, Joseph you, look today? You throw, how, you throw more solutions at the problem, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. It's something yeah, that's sticks, how you do it. Something right? sticks. That's right. So, Ke- so Joseph looked good? Yeah, he Kevin looks Joseph? good. He, he, he looks like... Um, uh, Still bouncing around out there yes. looking like John Morant or he, somebody he on the football look, field. He didn't look like he was lost. Which, by the way, if you were guarding John Morant, would you let him drive into the lane? There's no, no way. No way. No. And they kept letting him do yeah, it. Yeah, no, he's going to have to trick me. Yeah. He's or he's going to have to hit a three. three. He's going to have to shoot threes. All and right. he was doing that a little bit, but he's going to have to show me more than one game. We digress there, yes, but that's did. okay. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Oh, we got a caller. Hey, we've speaking got. Of, speaking of the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> yeah, now we've got a caller from Nashville, Bob. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Great. How are y'all? We're good. good. Hey, real quick, we talk about offense and defense, but I thought our special teams was much better last year. What are y'all thoughts about special teams going forward this year uh, with John Fossil? Uh, thanks. I'll just uh, hang up and listen. That's a good question because John knew he had a good special teams. Yeah. But he, he overplayed his hand sometimes. He was pretty risky. He was no doubt about way it. Way risky. Didn't he, didn't he go you, fake you, punt? Are you like. Thinking of the Washington game, or was it Washington when they go I, fake I, punt? I, I believe it yeah. was. Yeah, uh, I thought it for some reason. At their twenty-four, this, their twenty-four yeah. yard line. Come on, yeah. man! But he knew what he pick. had, and he, he he was so desperate to turn things around from the previous year because two thousand nineteen we were horrible. But you know what? When you go back and look at that, the call might have been good. The execution, you just gotta execute it. Yeah, the execution. Well, every, fell but see, apart. that's the thing. Everything can work right. with good execution, but the but analytics. 
don't tell you to run certain plays right. at certain times. It just doesn't work. Their the, percentages of, of, of working aren't right. Or they don't figure in the downside, like because most coaches, you know this, they you better they, figure in they the coach, downside. They coach from what if it doesn't work, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what you should do. Yeah, not oh if it works, look what we're gonna have. <laughs> but looking at the numbers, special teams improved a lot last oh, year no from bad. the year before, and mm-hmm. I mean. I, I think he's fun. Even today at practice, when yeah. players, you know, stretching and warming up at the beginning, he had the football in the middle of the field. He was really just throwing it up mm-hmm. and catching it, you know, having fun. Like, he brings so much energy. And talking to the players last year, I mean, they love playing for they him. They really do. And he's a good coach. He really is a good yeah, coach. Yeah, he, he created enthusiasm there. So mm-hmm. Well, he knew we needed it. Yeah. He knew we needed it. You know, those gambles, were, we were flailing offensively. And we he, were flailing in every way. And to answer the guy's question, I think they, they, they they've – Upgraded the linebacker spot, mm-hmm. so that immediately upgrades special teams. And to go with the improvement from last year, as he said, right? Uh, no, that's that's a good point. I think we're going to be well, especially. Hey guys, how many times have I said it? I get tired of us trying to depend on just offense, defense. All the good teams I've been on, you have every weapon available. The Cowboys had every weapon available. Special teams was important. The practice itself, sometimes Tom Landry would come sit in the practice, in the meeting room. Special teams, your head coach is in there. You know, I guess the fact that he was a punter, that kind of helps that he could kick the ball. So he understands the importance of it. We're going to need everybody this year, just like we needed everybody in every facet of the game last year. We're going to need it. Trust and me. That's Fossil's philosophy. He said that from day one joining the staff, he wants his players to know that special teams can make a difference and that you know they are important. They can play a role. And we saw that a couple of times last year, especially right, the watermelon kick against yes, Atlanta. Yes. I mean, <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about the watermelon kick. That was very cool. <laughs> Uh, Dan Quinn odds. hasn't f- forgot about yeah. it. <laughs> I don't think he thought it was that cool. <laughs> Did you hear his story? No. The the first day he walked into the building, you know, whatever screen he went by, they were replaying stuff. And he said, I walk in and it's like, oh, no way. The watermelon right. kick, he's oh. watching it again. Oh. He goes, I can't even run away from it. <laughs> and let's face it, guys, any great play is not just made by great people. Sometimes some fool screwed up. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. Some fool screwed up. That Falcon player was right there. Yeah. He could touch the ball at any time. And it, I don't know if he didn't know that he could get then it before. You it went damn well, you yeah. hope so, you right? Sit they were like team. That's all you ball. did is play special teams. I know. You don't know the rules. So they've uh they changed the rule on how to line up now for the for the onside kick. Because of the watermelon? Uh I don't know if it was because of the watermelon, but you can't um you can't overload one side. It's got to be five and five. No one got on hurt. I mean, the they took away. I know. The I know. Te- they took well, the, no, you know what? They, they took were, the teeth out of what everything. They, what they were trying to do is is reduce the percentages of the offensive team recovering the ball. I mean, the defense of the defensive team. The kicking team. team. The, the defensive team. They, yeah. they were just hoping that maybe the offensive team can recover more. So from a defensive standpoint, uh, well, they, they, they took away its effectiveness initially, right. and now they're trying to bring it back. Right. <laughs> Good so, job, NFL. So Rules they, they, they sort of I – th- I think what they, what they took away was kind of the pooch kick up in the air. Like everybody has to be up. You right. can't have – And you guys. can't get a running start. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So anyway, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think, you know, and they, they've got some young guys. The, the receiver they uh, – Drafted Simi Fuhoko. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he basically pointed out right. I I I can play special teams right. I I make some tackles, uh, and I think he blocked a kick at Stanford. If I remember, he's reading a frustrated his deal. DB. That's all. That's all he is. <laughs> I think he may have started that before he ended up was a mm-hmm. wide receiver. But he he's got something too. I saw him today. Caught one pass on the on the move, and uh, he's got good hands. So this will be. I think there'll be some competition at that wide receiver spot for four and five yes. mm-hmm. and maybe to convince them to keep six. Well, let's let's be real, guys. Four and five, they are instrumental on third downs for us. 
especially as many times as we fell behind. Or the t- top guys got hurt. Yes, yeah, and we had we had some Cedric Wilson coming in and doing a great he, job. I mean, a lot in practice day because Amari Cooper wasn't practicing. It was Cedric Wilson that was out there. He looked good. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I don't think I he do dropped like, a pass. I like he, he looked like good. No, I think yeah. he's got something. Mm-hmm. Just don't ask him to throw the ball on the <laughs> fake punt. Hey, he threw a touchdown pass. Well, he should have thrown another he, one. Yeah, yeah. Went to Dak. First, you first I do have a question super early on from all of this. Now okay. that you've you know watched a practice, you know they're back practicing. Which position group are you most excited to see competition wise kind of pan out the next couple months? Hmm. You've got eighteen DBs. I think <laughs> I, 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 I I think the secondary, uh, and that's including linebackers now. Right. Right. And and I agree. Like. Do they need Keanu Neal to play linebacker, or is he a safety? Um, you know, what will those other safeties do? Uh, you got Curse, Donovan, you got Donovan Wilson, Curse and Wilson, and, and, and DeMonte. Uh, why can't I keep remember that guy's Kazee. name? Kazee. Curse and Kazee. All right, I got it now. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens there because there's a little bit of a log job, jam. And then the other thing is – Who's my backup swing tackle? Because I don't think we know. I know they 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 signed Ty Naseki, a veteran guy, uh, who has started games. Uh, lastly, Washington, by the way. Um, but now, can Terrence Steele step up and like do something? I noticed Brandon Knight. They actually had him at guard uh, when Zach Martin wasn't out there. Uh, so can can one of those three guys step up and say I got this, or might Josh Ball, the rookie they drafted in the second fourth round, uh, step up and say Yeah, I can do this? Uh, but I think that's a position not only backup quarterback, but I think that's a position uh, that'll be interesting to see. In center, who's who's your backup oh, center? Uh, well, they they had a bunch of guys with their hand on the ball before practice started. Uh, it was uh, because Biotish was snapping elsewhere. So the the rookie that they signed, uh, Fioko? Farniak? Farniak? Is that how you say it? Farniak. Farniok? Matt Farniok? Yeah. So he's going to be Nebraska. a center. He was, he, was, he was a guard, but they moved him to center. Uh, anybody from Nebraska on the offensive Connor, line? I'm Connor signing. McGovern. <laughs> I'm signing anybody from a, a, a Nebraska <laughs> on the offensive line. That's good with you. <laughs> yeah, good with that. Connor McGovern uh, was doing some pre-snaps, uh, as was uh, Connor Williams. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how that one plays out. Right now, I don't know what the rookie can do, uh, but I would think they've got to work Connor McGovern there uh, behind Biotish. And then see how it how it plays out. I, I think they don't want to have to use more salary cap money to bring back Joe Looney. That was my question. Yeah, I think that 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 might be the because no one has signed him yet, so that might be the emergency thing there. So yeah, backup center, backup offensive tackle, backup quarterback. But you know what? We're we're not so much worried as starting spots. Mm-hmm. As, Basically, we've we learned anything from last year. So, well, yeah, after last year's fiasco, everybody so, yeah. went down. Now you're, your backups are extremely important. Now yeah. You realize that. Yeah, absolutely. So I think those are a couple of the things that we've got to – and we won't get a chance to answer them in OTAs because there's no pads on. So we're going to have to wait till training camp. Uh, and, you know, and I, I know we always sit here and go, okay, good, training camp started. Now we can figure this out. And then the first three days of training camp, that's basically OTAs. <laughs> right. I think, too, another spot is uh, interior defensive line. Tristan Hill was out there, but he wasn't practicing. He was doing, like, strength conditioning stuff. He'll be ready. You think? I mean, he's, yes. he's starter. Because he, he tore his ACL mm-hmm. in the fourth or fifth same game. As, same as Same Dak. as Dak. Fifth yeah. game, right? Week five. So I see him doing his I rehab. Nobody cared. And he's running. Nobody cared. <laughs> no, they, that was unfair. We, you remember, we talked about it. Because he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt the same weekend as Dak. We thought that was so unfair. He didn't get all the glory. Yeah, you know what? Dak took all the all the. You know what it reminds me of back in uh, when Emmitt Smith broke Walter Payton's record. Uh, Darren Woodson broke the Cowboys' single season tackle tackle record. Really? Or or career record? I can't remember which it was. And it's like footnote. It was career. Yeah, it was career. Okay, thanks, Chris. And and it was like. 
I never heard bad, it till, till bad today. Game. I never heard it till today. Yeah, bad yeah, game to do crazy. it in. <laughs> that was always my, our joke when we f- would fly and the weather would get real bad, you know, and it's like if this thing goes down, the best last paragraph also <laughs> perishing in the crash. <laughs> you're you're going to be called staff. Yeah. And staff. No, I'll, I'll tell you and what we'll be staff. called. Same thing we got called when, the, when we had the bus crash, and uh, they pointed out that there was four people uh, from the Cowboys organization in the bus but there was no coaches, there was no players, there was no front office people. It was non-essential personnel. Yeah, no, no one important. Non-essential <laughs> Basically, personnel. Basically, no one important. <laughs> I said, you know what? If my mother was living, she might have thought no I was No one will essential. be missed. There, there, no one that will be missed. You're okay, guys. <laughs> well, who are they? It doesn't matter. We're good. <laughs> and the and the and the and the kind of saddest though funniest part and it was funny so this happened at like 1 30 in the afternoon but we were on our way back to training camp that night we figured we didn't want to stay in a hotel and so we found the guy that was the driver that was taking us to vegas and, and he said yeah i can get you to oxnard and it's like we'll be better off showing up at four in the morning than staying in a hotel and have to take all our stuff out and fly and then somebody's got to come and get us so it was about midnight or one o'clock and we started looking to see how people wrote about it and the different AP stories. Mm-hmm. And one of them, they identified identified Emery, the bus driver. They identified me because I had been blogging or tweeting whatever we were doing about it. So they knew my name. And then the other two were a videographer and Rowdy. Wow. Rowdy. Rowdy was on it. Rowdy was on the trip. Oh, wow. At, 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 I read it. And I don't fo- even know what Rowdy looks like. So <laughs> at, 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 I read it, and I looked at Foster, right? He was Rowdy. And I said, it's a damn good thing that Rowdy didn't kill. <laughs> because I said, it's a damn good thing you didn't die, because then they would have had to get another, another mascot, because Rowdy would have been killed. And he looked, and he goes... I'm a person. I got a name. I'm not a character. <laughs> yeah, as you go walking around with a, a, a suit on, it, it was it was a, a sign of great reporting that mm-hmm. was going on. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, our poor business, our poor business. Uh, I think we went overtime, didn't we? Did we? All right. That's how I go see Scott and get my money. Go go go, <laughs> go see Scott. Danny and I'll go. Oh, we missed lunch, didn't we? Um, not me. Oh, you thought ahead. <laughs> I thought ahead. I dipped out the last like three oh, or four minutes of practice. Oh, you got here you early upstairs. enough. You went upstairs to the room. Man, that's good food. Oh. That's some good food up there, Spags. We should have got it. Come before on, you've been here a couple went. years before, longer than me. You didn't think about that. I thought we were going to be done at like one o'clock. Oh, I didn't no. know we were going to go that long. So, well then, we better go. <laughs> one of us is hungry. All right. Danny, thanks for sitting in. Thanks for having me, guys. And and you might might have to make another appearance if you can next Tuesday because I'm not going to be here. I'll see if I can pencil you guys in. See if you got time in your busy schedule. We can handle this, me and Danny. You'll be back, and uh, Bill will be back. He had uh, golf duty, the Colonials this week. Tough work uh, in Fort Worth. I mean, in this rain, kind of. All he's doing is sitting there. That was an, it was an, <laughs> that's all he's doing? It, all it he's was an doing. interview. He yeah, he's not playing. <laughs> he's yeah. not playing. All right, that's it for Mix Shots that's on it. this Tuesday after that OTA practice, and we'll see you guys next week. Go Cowboys! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!